Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 80 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast featuring the Sovereign Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms, streaming podcasts, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and iHeartRadio, among others. If you're listening on iTunes, leave us a review. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to us because we need more subscribers, man. More subscribers, the better the better the outreach will be because you know how these algorithms work. I don't want to get into that spill right now, but you know. Uh, links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. Also at ykwrestling.com, NWO inspired Young Kings Wrestling Black Lives Matter t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, onesies. Get some tanks, man. Summertime is on the way. It's coming. It's getting a little, a little warmer outside, man. Here in Vegas, the winter ends in like mid-February. So yeah, shit done and over. Um, go to the link tree at ykwrestling.com. Hit the link that says what a maneuver. You can get your shirts from there. Proceeds are deposited into a fund. And uh, those funds will be used for you know legitimate causes benefiting Black Lives Matter. So God forbid some other shit happens like last summer. We will donate the money from that fund. But uh, hopefully not, hopefully, but, you know, somebody will need the money. Somebody going to need it. So but we, we can't we can't have a fund if there are no purchases. So go ahead and purchase a T-shirt, man. Reed got, Reed got a tank top. I need to give me a couple more shirts, man. The, my shirt, shirt I got fading away. So I'm going to need to re-up <laughs> for this upcoming season, man. It's been about a year. Uh, I am the Thess PNTC Fontaine, joined by the Nature Boy Reek Flair. Uh, if you're following us on Twitter, join our conversation on social media using the hashtag YK Wrestling. Uh, what's going on, Reek? We are here another week. Uh, we we are fresh off uh, an appearance on the Smacking It Raw podcast, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub again. They're number one again, they back. So I haven't I haven't monitored the video yet to see, you know, to see what the 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 recommended videos is looking like. So I'm gonna have to go and check that out. <laughs> just to just to make sure, man. Uh what what's some wrestling you've been watching over this past week since the last time we met? Oh man, you know, I took I took a, a little hiatus from uh my little marathon running between 06 and 02 because I was watching them like every day but really I was just watching like uh Raw Smackdown NXT this week I actually and I said this on um, this on Smackdown and Raw I actually watched a little bit of AEW because of that that Shaq and Jay Cargill match had to check that out that was um, fire I, I have not been able to state my piece on here I said how I felt about that match on Smackdown and Raw fire match like I wasn't expecting that from Shaq at all and if you if you watch Shaq 10 years ago his last season in the league maybe his last like three or four seasons if we being real his last few seasons he he didn't look like he could move or do much anything so the fact he came out there looking good is doing the you could tell he just had the basic fundamentals down he was actually working at at being serviceable in the ring and he taking bumps too through tables. So, right. I, as I said on Smacking the Raw, I respect 
people from the outside who come in and they take bumps and they put other people over. So that's what I'm saying. Like I, I got like in the first couple seconds, I'm like, oh man, I don't know, Shaq. The weight, like the size was like there, but I'm just looking I'm like, oh, he Cody gonna mess around the wrong circles around him. He gonna have to try and drag a great match out of him. Like, nah, he just he played the big man role good. I was I was a little slightly disappointed by the chops. Cause I'm like, yo, that the first one sounded good, then the next one you couldn't hear nothing. I'm like, listen, I know you heavy handed. We should Put that be hearing that. In. Yeah, we should be hearing that outside the arena. You tell me you, you, know you can saying? you like, can break backboards and shit, but you can't slap slap a dude yeah, chest yeah, real, real real hard. But I mean, he this is it was only a second match ever. So I low key yeah. want to see him back, and uh, I'm kind of disappointed. Double or nothing is not taking place in Vegas again this year. So this Corona shit need to go. Hopefully this shit over with and, and they they need to run like a month of dynamites here in Vegas just to make up for that shit. I'm gonna argue this and I guess, you know, I, I, I'll get into it when we, when we talk about revolution, but uh, I would argue that they shouldn't call AEW dynamite anymore. I think they need to come yes. up with a new name for it. And, and we, we, will, we will elaborate on that a little bit. I'm pretty sure if you know, unless you're living under a rock, you know what we are referring to. Uh, and we are here on a, it is a Monday evening on Reekside. It is it is barely still before rush hour here on the West Coast, but we are less than an hour from Monday Night Raw featuring the coronation of new WWE champion Bobby Lashley. And uh, if we still hear recording, by the time Raw starts, we will we will be live. Not live, but you know what I mean. We we will be uh watching along with this coordination. This is the third black champion. Let's not get into the let's not try to 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 maneuver the goalposts. This is the third black WWE champion. Booker T and Mark Henry never held the WWE title. Mark Henry never held the WCW championship. There are only two men who are black to have held the WCW championship and Mark Henry is neither of those men. There are only three men who are black who have held the WWE championship. Neither of those are Booker T and Mark Henry. So if somebody's mentioning it's only been three men to hold the WWE championship, that is a fact. That is a fact. So let's not act like we're excluding Booker T and Mark Henry. They held a totally different championship that has not existed in eight years. Yeah, I think but the, it doesn't take away from their accomplishments. It's just they they've yeah. never won the WWE title before. And that's that's a fact. It's fine. Let's let's the stop fact that. Is, the fact is, and this has been my position since you know two years ago when we getting ready to get Kofi as a WWE champion. The world heavyweight title, as prestigious as it is in its own right, was only ever a secondary to the WWE title because the WWE title was After held by the guy in the company. Yeah, it was always held by the guy who was all over at the, the, for, the forefront of the company, whether it was San Martino, Hogan, Savage, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, uh, Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H. Like, those guys were, and, and we know Triple H won the title too, but, like, those guys were out in front of the company. They were the, the, the flag bearers at the end of the day. The world heavyweight title was just kind of, you know, a way of saying, yeah, you won a world title, but 
you're not the guy, you're a guy. That that's what that is at the end of the day. So shout out to them for winning it, and it, it's a good look at the end of the day. But but it's not the title to win. The one we contrary is the one we got now. Yeah, and 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 contrary to any uh, previous comments made on this show about Rey Mysterio. Uh, no offense to Rey Mysterio here, but that championship kind of lost some importance uh, around the time when Rey Mysterio won it. And I'm not saying that because he he devalued it. I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying it because he devalued it. I'm saying the fact that Batista ended up getting hurt and Batista was your top guy. Batista and John Cena were like neck and neck. And so both titles at, at one point were seen as, equal, seen as equal. And Rey Mysterio won it and I think we all know the reason why they gave it to him in the first place. And so I don't think they really went all in on him. Booker T won it off of Rey Mysterio. King Booker was incredible. But like I said, compared to what was going on on Raw, John Cena uh, was just gearing up to start his year-long reign uh, about a month or so after the King Booker title reign started. So John Cena was still that that dude like that, and, and King Booker wasn't seen on that same level. And then Batista won it back, and I, I just it just got hot potatoed around. They threw, you know, they tried to build the prestige back up after 06 with with Rey Mysterio. I mean, uh, sorry, Undertaker and Batista. Batista and Undertaker both getting hurt. Edge had to come in and win it, and then we know what happened after that. Great Khali won it at one point because Edge got hurt. Like 07, like 07, that shit just kind of fell off a cliff and it was never seen as equal ever again. It's just injuries fault. It's kind of just, it's what happened and it's fine. But yeah, let's, let's clarify. Booker T, Mark Henry never won the WWE championship. Nobody's excluding them when you bring up black WWE champions and their names don't come up. Just want to clear that up. I would. I will, I will say, if they would have done the right thing back in 03, yes, and gave Booker the win over Triple H at WrestleMania, I would have a different conversation about it. But they didn't do it, so I'm just going to let that run. I'm actually... Uh, so, uh, yeah, we I forgot. Yeah, the anniversary of that promo was last week, too. Last Wednesday. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I forgot to, to, I usually, I like to post about that to remind people just how fucked up this was every single oh, year, dude. and I forgot, but, yeah. Dude was sitting there in, in a bathroom telling him to clean the toilets and shit, like. Yeah. Right. That, that was, that was 03. They wouldn't dare ever do that now. Uh, oh, no. So, uh, now that we got off into this uh, unnecessary spill, like always, uh, I am going to tell you about what I watched this past week. Uh, back in, you know, my 2002 rewatch, The Rock is back after getting his ass beat by the NWO. Uh, we got a, a week of shows before Mania. So this week I will be watching WrestleMania 2002, uh, WrestleMania 18. Uh, and I said I was going to stop, but I decided, because I'm thinking like when I stop, it's going to be when it's going to line up to when the, the, the network shut down. But Apparently they're keeping the network up until the beginning of April. So I think I'm gonna watch a few more weeks to, to watch the, the first ever brand extension draft. So I'm looking forward to that because 
probably my, my favorite Undertaker meme came from the draft. Oh, that's when he they got the close up on his face. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably my favorite Undertaker meme of all the time. Uh, also, uh, in this past week, I, I restarted watching NXT from the beginning. So the, not 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 the talk show, uh, game show NXT, but NXT at full sale from the beginning. Uh, some notable names that I think we all remember. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna name some off. Uh, Raquel Diaz, uh, otherwise known as Shaw Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero's oldest daughter. Briley Pierce, uh, Ryan Nemeth, that is Nick Nemeth, AKA Dolph Ziggler's uh, younger brother. Uh, Johnny Curtis, who is uh, still at NXT as Fandango. CJ Parker, who's over in New Japan slash Impact Wrestling as Juice Robinson. Uh, Mike Dalton, who you know as Tyler Breeze. Derek Bateman, who is known as EC3. Judas Devlin, AKA Luchasaurus. Uh, commentators Byron Saxton and Corey Graves, uh, as well as Big E. Uh, we also had uh, former WWE champions, Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt, and Jinder Mahal. I just wanted to say that so I can talk about gender as a WWE champion. Uh, but right now I am, uh, I'm, in the, I'm only in the first month still uh i'm in like the first month of show i think i'm in the second month actually uh and we're we're getting towards uh getting towards the finals of the inaugural nxt championship tournament spoiler alert seth rollins wins it but it's pretty good curtis axel's on there too curtis axel was was kind of a for he, he was michael mcgillicuddy still uh but he was kind of a force low-key and uh i forgot that the usos were down in nxt and they were losing a lot in what? 2012. Yeah, they lost they lost like three matches so far in my rewatch. Oh, I gotta look at that. I've been meaning to go back. Like I, I wanted to go and see some of the older NXT because I mean that that's that's where like the, the real I wasn't paying started. attention like, like was, that. Yeah, it kind of had like an indie feel to it. I mean, yeah. And it still does, but it's like people wasn't really talking about it as much. It was like it's, if you knew, you knew. Yeah. But they it was like, like integrated. Who was really watching on Hulu like that? Yeah, yeah. LSU was really a diehard. You know, if he was down there in Florida, I think it came on local television down here. But so. otherwise, on Hulu, and then, like me personally, I wasn't, I kind of forgot to load up Hulu because, you know. So the network was great for NXT. But I'm going yeah. to check out those first two years again because I was loosely following along. And uh, I'm, I'm really interested uh, the next few months when, uh, you know, we get Roman on there and Dean Ambrose. And uh, I'm really curious to see how they interact as the Shield before the Shield happens. And after the Shield debut, because they were still in NXT for a little bit after that. So yeah. it's interesting. Uh, but we are here right now. We are here to talk about uh, AEW revolution uh, that occurred this past uh, 24 hours. It was a, it was an interesting show, kind of long, kind of boring. That's my take on it. Yeah. To the point where I was just like, "Yo, this pay per view is going on way too long," and I kind of want to log off and rest my eyes a little bit and not record. So here we are. So I this did. episode is coming out a day later. You, you <laughs> wanted to record? No, nah, like I was just like, "Yo, I was, I was out, I was out for a good little bit." Like I, I, I saw most of it, but I'm just like. Yeah. Plus, plus, I was tired too, cause like that—that's like 
you know, the in-between day when I come off work. So it was like, yeah, I hadn't slept already. So it was just like hitting me now. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to be kind to the AEW, you know, audience here, but I'm just like, man. What matches did you happen to catch? Uh, or not catch first, rather? The first, uh, first two or three. Um, I think the last one I caught, I saw the casino uh, tag team match that stretched from Mad Long. And then, uh, what was that? Was it Miro and uh, Kip Saving? Yeah, yeah, Kip with the best friend. And then I saw like the tail end of the street fight and then the main event, most of it. But. Uh, <laughs> That's a whole different conversation that mean event. Yeah, oh, we'll, 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 we'll get to that in a second, yeah. for sure, for sure. Uh, let's, let's kick it off, man. We we started off on the buy-in. Uh, we had uh, Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. And uh, a surprise appearance from uh, Maki Ito. Uh, they defeated Thunder Rosa and Rio on the buy-in. Uh, it was a B, it was a solid match. I think that match probably could have kicked off the pay-per-view. You put the battle royal in the yeah, in its spot, but yeah, it was it was a decent match. Uh, it's not the last we see of a, a Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. It's not the last. Uh, but the actual pay per view, uh, we kicked it off with the Young Bucks uh, taking on Chris Jericho and MJF for the Inner Circle for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a B. You know, MJF looked good. Jericho uh, looked looked okay for, you know, kind of, you know, to be Chris Jericho at this point in his career. Uh, I was expecting Sammy Guevara, and uh, I'm happy he did not show up, keep his ass off my TV as long as possible. Just not a fan of the guy, man. I've never really been a fan of him. And now they're trying to position him as a baby face, and it's just not going to work. There's nothing babyface about this guy. How much of that has to do with his old comments in regards to a certain individual? Those, those did not right help, here. but I would have felt it. I would have felt the same way if he didn't make those comments. Okay. I just never really cared for him. Like the yeah. first time, the first time I saw him was he was still the AAA cruiserweight champ. And this was about two years ago. Uh for some reason, for some reason, uh, Tony Khan and Cody Rose and AEW, when they first started their first month, decided at the beginning of February, just because it was in Las Vegas, they decided to have a pool party at the beginning of February. It was cold as fuck. Like, <laughs> my hands were legit frozen. I, I was standing outside for like an hour and a half watching this event. Pool side. It was cold as hell. Mm. I missed the Lakers and Celtics game for it, but I, I did see some good heat, and I, I seen some wrestlers I knew, some wrestlers I didn't know. Uh, that was when Kenny Omega debuted in AEW, and so I, I could say I was there. So I was there. If I cared about Kenny Omega enough to really, you know, lean into it, I would. But I don't. <laughs> but I was there, freezing my ass off. And I saw Sammy Guevara there for the first time. And I was like, there's nothing to like about this guy at all. 
and there isn't. So don't yeah. don't bring him back as a baby face. Well, he's a heel. I, I do. Like, he's a, he's a just a heel. He's good in the ring. His character is just a, a asshole heel. Like the vlog. Like you, you should you should lean into the vlog gimmick a little more. Yeah, I do agree. He's definitely he is not face material whatsoever. No. Uh, I, I I didn't I wasn't looking forward to seeing him show up, so I said it is a good thing. But I mean, I, I I'm, I'm gonna go B because I mean it's not even about Jericho for me. It's about MJF because I've been singing his praises since last summer, and I'm keep doing that because I think he's the best heel on the show right now. And Young Bucks typically don't have bad matches as far as what I've seen. And, um, you know, in this case, you know, this it, it, this was extremely personal. So, uh, you know, we saw a little bit of that mean streak. I think I, I wanted to see a little bit more of that. I mean, I feel like they were getting a little bit technical for a dude that was beating up your dad bloodied on TV. Like, I think you're not going to do any kind of technical wrestling with a dude that did that to your father. But yeah. still, it, it, it was decent, so I give it a B. And that's the opposite of what I wanted to see, but it was still cool. It was good. Uh, next up, uh, yeah, the Death Triangle, uh, Ray Phoenix and Pac win the Casino Tag Team Battle Royale. Uh, they they are, are they number one contenders or is it just a future title shot? I'm not sure, but uh, I'm gonna give this this whole thing. I'm gonna give it a C, uh, right in the middle, maybe a C minus. Like I said. This could have been on the pre-show. Uh, it was it was unnecessarily long. It was a bunch of teams uh, that if you don't watch AEW Dark, and I feel like you should not really have to watch Dark to understand what yeah. goes on on the main program. Like from really after like the year two thousand all the way to the end of Sunday Night Heat, you didn't have to watch Sunday Night Heat to understand what was going on overall. On SmackDown, that's what you had wrong SmackDown for, but yeah. Uh, so a lot of these teams, I don't know who the hell Bear Country are. I had no idea. Right. <laughs> I had no idea that Peter. Yeah, I was like, who are these big niggas? Uh, I had no idea yeah. that Peter Peter Avalon had a new gimmick. So he came out with a like, what happened to the library? The librarian. Uh, There's a bunch of other teams I just d didn't know of, and they was just coming out back to back to back. And uh, for a near 30 minute match, my interest waned until the winners came out. Uh, Jungle Boy and Ray Phoenix had a fire little sequence at the end. It was way too short. Uh, I would like to see them go one on one at some point, preferably this Wednesday. But we're not getting that. We're getting uh, one of the Young Bucks versus Phoenix instead. That's cool. But uh, I think I think uh, Death Triangle they, they should win the tag titles off of the Young Bucks. I, I don't I don't feel like the Young Bucks are really adding anything to the tag division right now. I think uh, you should you should have you know matches, tag team matches on Dynamite. Like they don't have tag team matches on Dynamite ever. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke, um, but. <laughs> I, I would like to see you know the, the titles showcase a little bit more I don't think the Young Bucks really showcase them as often as they should maybe they do and I just tune out every time they on TV but 
I, you know, I, I'm just I gonna just confirm that real quick. Yeah, because I'm 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 pretty sure they do. I could be wrong, but let me let me go verify that. The oversaturation of tag matches just that's yeah. one of the things that just takes me out of the weekly programming. Not to mention NXT. So uh they they defended the championships last month on Dynamite. And uh, they hadn't defended the titles until about two months before that on Dynamite. So, yeah, defend the titles more often on TV. I would like to see there's a lot of tag teams. I think there's a lot of people they could face who. But I also heard that one of them are working hurt, so I'm not sure. But as is what I would like to see. Uh, What's your take on on this battle royal? I'm, I'm like you, this, this went on a little long for my taste. Uh, so I would probably give it a, I guess a C to C minus. Uh, I, I do I do appreciate the fact that they don't try to work us with the time. Like they kept the timer on there so we know exactly, you know, what, what the intervals were in between. Like it wasn't like a yeah. Royal Rumble where you got to guess if it's 60 seconds to two minutes. Sometimes I have to speed it up. But um now, even with that, like with this, it was just so much going on. And I mean, I, I, I'm highly disappointed in a faction that has enough tag teams that you can put out three different entrants into this match and you still don't win. Like, y'all, this whole concept was fell so far from what it was supposed to be. But uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of people you don't know. Like, I was I was saying like you like when they showed up with a bear country show like who the hell is this like and i know i know i don't watch the show but this this is just out of left field you know what i mean but the only thing that saved us from going to be in a d was that final sequence like the you know jungle boy is is that dude and you know phoenix can go and he damn near killed himself at the end but you know that that was a that was a dope fire sequence. And I like the I like the dynamic between Pac and Phoenix, the Death Triangle, the whole group is dope. But now, you know, uh, I did watch that match before on Dynamite. They had a little squash real quick. And I'm like, it's not much to see, but I like how it, they, they're working it. Like they can really take this thing and run with it for a little while. And then, you know, in that time while they're doing it, we can see some Pentagon singles matches. So. I'm not mad either way. That works out well for everybody involved, if you ask me. Facts. Right. Yeah, put put Pentagon in that TNT title picture. Uh, he should have won a ladder match. We will talk about that uh, in a moment. But, yeah, get this get this weak-ass uh, tag team battle royal out of here, man. <laughs> Don't do that again. Uh, next up, uh, for the uh, AEW Women's Championship, uh, Carl Sheeta. That's my, that's my girl right there. Shout out to Sheeta. Uh, she defeated Rio Maza. Uh, let me go get the name because I hella forgot it. What was her <laughs> name? I forgot how to pronounce uh, it, man. Uh, Mizunami. Rio Mizunami. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get this one an A, man, uh, because I, I expected nothing less. Two women familiar with each other, and uh, they they didn't hold them back from doing what they do. Uh, hard-hitting women matches. Yes. That's, that's always a plus. The best ones. Like, when they just go out there and just try to just fuck each other up, I love those types of, of women's matches. 
we, we got a brawl after the match. Uh, Nyla Rose came out, attacked Sheeta. Thunder Rosa came out. Britt Baker, Rebel came out. Uh, like I said, I'm tired of seeing Nyla Rose here because she 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 does not need to be in that title picture. She's lost to Sheeta multiple times. She needs to get to the back of the line. Uh, speaking of somebody who is trying to assert themselves, and I, I wish. I wish you would have saw, if, if I'm not mistaken, I, I, don't, I didn't see her. Big Swole. Big Swole cut a promo on uh, on Dark. Um, they had a special Saturday Night Dark, apparently. And uh, Big Swole cut a promo, and the promo was fired. Very, very similar to the one that her husband cut when he joined the Hurt Business a few months ago. If you don't know who her husband is, Cedric Alexander. A uh, very similar promo. And I think she should probably turn heel off of it because she does need some challengers and we need that alignment. And I think uh, Big Swole just coming out there and being a female Bobby Lashley and just wrecking the whole division, it would make her look incredible. So let's get that popping. Yeah. I need to see Big Swole on my television winning a match on Wednesday. Don't put her ass on dark tomorrow. Follow up that promo with a match. Show the promo before the match. Have her have a match. Assert her. Let her cut another promo. Basically, you know, kind of saying similar stuff, but but just letting it get over. It, it's really simple. Uh, it's been a while. I can't really tell you the last time she appeared on Dynamite. I think she was out yeah. with an injury, but oh. I'm not sure. Like sometimes people just disappear and they be hurt, but nobody mentions anything. That's why, like a lot of yeah. people on NAC, we don't know where they are. Where's Vanessa Bourne been at? Oh my God, she's been gone for a while. <laughs> she's still employed, but where's she been at? I'm that's you said that name, and I'm just like, yo, because she was um she was paired up with Aaliyah, right? Yeah, for a while. Like why well, she why she ain't dropping she ain't uh, she joined up with the Robert Stone brand. Yeah, she disappeared and Aaliyah joined up with Robert Stone and they've been doing that thing. So like I don't know. I need more Vanessa Bourne on my TV, Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. Uh next yeah. up uh, we had a uh, Miro Kip Sabian versus the best friends Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Uh Miro attacked both guys before the match. Uh they they drug. Uh, Chuck Taylor out there and he was beating his ass. Orange Cassidy came out and I thought they was going to do the whole return trope, the whole Paul Pierce thing. Uh, but they still lost. Uh, I'm going to give this one a D for do not care because I did not give a damn. Listen, I, 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 I'll be forgetting about, I, I forget about this, but. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell, right, let me tell you, <laughs> we don't care. I did. Oh, that's cool. You know what? I'm up. I'm gonna go with a B just because. All this time, you you brought this dude over because he was so underutilized in WWE, and then you gave him a bullshit gimmick where we didn't see like half of what he was doing in WWE. So this is the first time, to my knowledge, we seeing, you know, that guy that we wanted to see you know, come out. Like, he was just ruthless. You know what I'm saying? That's what you wanted to see at the end of the day. So, I give it a beat just off strength of that. The match wasn't bad, but 
it was great news though. But seeing that Miro now, it's like I, I doubt it's gonna be consistent. I, I'm pretty sure it's, it's just it's just gonna be like a one-off thing. But I guess gotta enjoy the moment. So I give it a B for you know tonight that or last night. I will I will, I will also admit Miro uh, looked really good, but just the match itself, I didn't care. Speaking of matches, I didn't care about. Uh, Hangman Page defeated Matt Hardy in a big money match. Uh, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this one a, a big old F. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't want any. I don't. I don't want any more 20 minute Matt Hardy matches. I don't want any Matt Hardy matches anymore. Period. But shout out to my guy Hangman getting some bread. You know, he getting all the all the Matt Hardy's first quarter earnings in 2021. Cut the check, Adam. Thank you, sir. What do you think about this? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I, I don't know why this went so long. I really don't. Because, like, now... I don't even know if it was 20 minutes. It just felt like 20 minutes. It was 14 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but the, even then, that, that's not necessary, man. Yeah. It's really not. Like, About nine minutes too long. Matt is trying to... I don't know what Matt is trying to do, uh, like, to prove to himself something. I, I don't know what, what this thing is, but he keeps trying to stretch his career out. Like, bro, you've done this since, like, the late 80s. You can yeah. you can tone it down now. Like, it's, it's, it's – you don't need to be trying to hang with these guys at this point in time. And the other thing is I'm about sick and tired of seeing Hangman Page run the dark order. Yeah. We, people like to forget about the fact that there were two men who were at the, the last, you know, at the very end of your inaugural AW, AW World title uh, tournament. It was Chris Jericho, it was Hangman Page. So there was a point in time where you wanted us to believe that Hangman Page was going to be the guy to carry this company into, you know, the, its first phase, you know, of being on TV on, on a weekly basis, you know, being your champion as the, this new company emerges, right? You went from being that to being a drunk on a horse to being dumped by Kenny Omega in a tag team that nobody wanted to see, even though they were kind of good. Dropped out of that. And now it's like uh, some, some like some celebrity that, you know, the Dark Order's fanboying over all the time. Like they always showing up trying to be cool. Like, I don't want to see him around the Dark Order. I'm tired of seeing it. it it's not. It, just, it, seems, it feels like a real joke to me. It really does. It, it, as long as I'm it progresses, old. and I think the Dark Order. I think the Dark Order should just be a collective, not necessarily a stable that are around each other all the time. But just I feel like now, um, especially in the in a twilight of of everything after. Their, the passing of their leader, I think instead of that being just like, it, it was this big cult and out of their family, but I think now the next phase, the Dark Order, they can branch out and, and just kind of, they had three teams in the Battle Royale. I think you could do something like that where a few of the guys just go and do their own thing, but, you know, they, they still do the skits on being the elite or whatever. You can still do that, but on TV, let them kind of do their own thing. They don't really have to be around. Let let Hangman and Silver do their thing, but but let Hangman be who we thought he was going to be two years ago. And I think 
he's been suffering a lot. And a lot of folks would tell you it's just a redemption storyline, but it's it's taken too damn long. It's been like two years. Where's the redemption? Yeah, like it's where's it at? I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel necessarily. Like he gained some new friends because he was depressed. So like where do where do we go from here? Uh but it, it was cool to see them help him win. But I just I don't I don't I don't I don't really care about Matt Hardy at this point in time. Like three years ago for sure. But yeah. now I feel like they should change that name too. Like the they the, the name doesn't match up with who they are anymore. Like yeah, also. When we first when we first heard the Dark Order, we thinking like, you know, at least for what I thought it was, it kind of gave me kind of like the old school Ministry of Darkness kind of vibe. Like that that's yeah. that's what the direction I thought this was going in. And then it's like, you know, when Brody Lee showed up, he still had some hope, but then it kind of it just slowly devolved into some comedy act. Like I'm sorry, this this that name is not suitable for them any, anymore. Not, not at all. I really feel like they should change their name because, you know, we, we bring this up a lot on here, but we were in the building, me and Malik were, for their first ever appearance. And every time I think about them, I think about when they showed up at Double or Nothing and it just got shit on by the crowd because nobody knew who the hell they were. Nobody knew what was going on. The, the, the lights in the arena get dark and that's it. So it's, yeah. uh, it's very... It's very uh, it's kind of it's it's a stink on them that uh, a slight uh switching up of things a, a rebranding could could do them some good. So yeah, yeah top yeah, uh, fit. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had the uh, face of the revolution ladder match to determine the number one contender for the TNT Championship. Uh, Scorpio Sky gets the win, and I think that was kind of obvious because uh, they, they single him out to be the one to do guest commentary on Wednesday. So I saw that. I was like, yep, that's my pick right there. Uh, he literally grabbed a brass ring, a big-ass sonic ring hanging above. <laughs> oh, man. Of all the things you could hang above a ring for a ladder match, I, I, don't, I don't know if this was another dig. Cause you know how they love to. Yes, it was. But I, I just like. I initially was like, "Yo, why is this necessary?" But then I just started laughing because then I thought about, like, you know, it kind of gave me th- maybe think of Sonic a little bit, like <laughs> the rings and stuff. Like, okay, all right, whatever. I'll bite. It was a good match, so I'm not, not mad. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna get this one an A. Uh, got a Ethan Page debut too, so that was cool. Uh, I, I, that was my pick the debut as well yeah it's different from my picks on last week's show like i changed my picks midweek so that's cool oh um but this was another example of what i was talking about with penta like i wanted to he could have won the match multiple times he just wanted to keep on you know doing his doing bullshit yeah yeah and then like that uh that the, a well-placed Canadian destroyer can enhance any match. Uh, so the one that that one he did with Cody was like on the ladder. Yeah, yeah. But 
I ultimately I'm 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 glad Scorpio Sky got the win. But now you gotta do something with it because what the hell uh, he been doing like, since leaving SEU? Well, that, I don't even well, remember him like, leaving SEU either. I don't. Like he just showed yeah, up one day. He was a singles guy. Yeah, I, it I must happen on dark. Yeah, I don't think they did anything with it. But um, yeah, I, my dude just gets passed over too much. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, you know the last the last several months it's just it's just been happening too often i can't take it no more if you're going to give this dude a moment to run like it's time to do it like darby allen ain't that great of a tnt champion anyway so I, make make it happen do it i agree man uh well also get these get these weak Weak ass rapping niggas off my TV, man. I don't, don't want to see them. <laughs> and the only people I've seen saying that rap was good was just white people on Twitter just hyping that shit up. Be like, man, he went in. Max Castro went in. He got bores, oh man. Like, no, get out of here. Get this weak shit up. Blood on my hands like Governor Cuomo? Come on, bro. That shit trash. I, I think I first heard uh this dudes and their, their entrance like two weeks ago. Um, I, I forget who they were going against, but I first saw it. And I immediately, I immediately like take back any slander that I gave John Cena back in like 0304. Because even, even he was, you know, somewhat on beat and he had some, some decent quips when he was. Except at the Royal Rumble in 03, he was not on beat then, but. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. That, <laughs> that, that, that was, that was terrible. But like for the most part, you know, it, it was it was it was decent. wasn't wasn't off beating on like that. He had some good quips to go with it. These niggas are just atrocious, and it's not funny. It's really not. Like I, I could see if you were trying to be like, make it into a, a joke or a gimmick or something like that, just to kind of you know, make people laugh. This is not cutting it, bro. Like you're not even. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. This <laughs> I really don't got no words for it. It's it's, it's god awful. Truthfully, I don't, I don't yeah. know who y'all are trying to fool with this. Maybe you're working this. I hope you're working this. Is if you are, it's it's bad. It just I need that off the television. Like that, mm-hmm. it's not it's not quite botcher and bland for me, but it's getting pretty damn close. Yeah, it really it, it, yeah same same. Uh, speaking of John Cena rapping, am I the only one that I remember on LimeWire? And they said that it was a 50 Cent and John Cena song, but John Cena wasn't on the song, and I was, I was just very disappointed. <laughs> and they I also said it was also rumors that he was supposed to do a song with Fabulous at one time. I don't, I don't that know what I, do, with I that. do remember. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened with that, though, but I'm like, yeah. 2005. If it was 2005 again, I need that. I I I don't care to hear John Cena nor Fabulous rap in 2021. But this was 05. I I, I would have needed that. And I hope is is something that's probably in the vault somewhere, and it just leaked one day. But yeah. Anyway, let's move on. I I, t- I tell you this that um that album he did when he was champ that is so underrated. Oh, that album I thought cold. it was gonna be trash. Like, yo, he was actually, for real, real deal spitting. Yeah, 
That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, y'all sleeping and on he, this right He now. had bumpy knuckles on that shit, too. Yeah, I'm like, yo, listen. Yeah, y'all gotta get on this. This this is not trash at all. Like you heard John Cena did a song with Merce? Yeah. Like John Cena really out here with it. Like he, like, he yo, knows his history, was, so I respect. Right. Like this man was playing with y'all on TV. He's not playing on this album, bro. Like, no, he was spitting. He was he was real deal spitting. I might have to go listen to that later. <laughs> he was legit spitting. Uh yeah. next up, uh, we get the uh the uh the surprise signing. Uh and it turns out to be uh, it's Christian. Uh, Christian Cage is all elite. Uh, so I, um, I, I listen. <clears throat> Reek. I'm upset. Oh no! <laughs> Look, I love Christian. I love Christian, man. That's my guy. I, Christian returned, wrestled his first in ring match in about seven years. A uh, month, month and a half ago, mm-hmm. oh, I loved it. I, I went, in, I went insane. I loved it. That's my guy. I've always loved Christian. Always loved Edge. Always loved Edge and Christian. The Edge and Christian show on the WWE Network is probably the funniest wrestling-related anything I've ever seen. I love that. I, I love Christian. Stop, stop saying he was misused in WWE. What? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. If if you want to go back to 05, he, I understand. I, I would say 05. When he came back, I thought given the circumstances, he was used pretty well. He, let's not retcon his position on ECW to fit your narrative. On ECW, he debuted. He interrupted the, the champion. Jack Swagger was a champion at that time, if I remember correctly. He interrupted the champion. He asserted himself. He won that championship multiple times. ECW championship is a world championship, regardless of how it was maybe treated in position. Uh, I would say in 08. 08, it kind of got watered down a little bit after, after CM Punk lost it. But I think Christian helped restore some of that prestige because Christian was a main event talent in TNA. He's an NWA champion. We know what Christian's yeah. about. And he was on ECW and he, he lived that gimmick uh, uh, just was being himself, Captain Charisma. He was amazing. He did his thing on there. So won won the world championship twice on ECW, if I'm not mistaken. Lost to Tommy Dreamer and then lost to Zeke. Oh so yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Okay. He won it twice. So he won that yeah. twice. Uh, he he won the the world heavyweight championship twice on SmackDown. <laughs> Uh, he, regardless, he, he he lost it a few days after he won it the first time. That was for the story. That was strictly for the story. So now he's he's begging Randy Orton to get a rematch, and then he gets his rematch eventually, and he wins it again. Uh, he will still compete for championships when he retired, quote unquote. Like he didn't officially retire, but he he couldn't get cleared to compete. Uh, if WWE misused him by not giving him more championship opportunities, I like saying uh, that that branding. Uh, if that's the case, but you also say, but AEW is not going to use him like most part timers are using WWE, then just how are they going to be using him better than WWE did if you're not going to be giving him championships? Is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic? 
I, I can say this right now. It's not gonna happen. It's, it's it's not like this. This was more just adding to depth than anything else. But I'm gonna keep it all the way hundred with you, right? Because I, I have a, a particular gripe myself with people that that make this argument that he's misused. I I appreciate Christian, and you know as far back as you know from Attitude Era on through to the end of his first run, his second run. I watched a lot of what he did in TNA. So it, this, this is not knocking anything about him and what he's done. I just was never that high on him that I wanted to see him in world title matches. I just wasn't. Like, when you spend so much time in, you know, you know, in, a, in the capacity of a tag team, like he was with, with Edge all the time, and, you know, you spend the majority of your career, if not all of it, in the mid-card scene, it's like, how hyped do you want me to be about him winning? Like, honestly, had it not been for Ed retiring, A, he wouldn't have won the world title, and B, if he did, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Like, we would have been happy for him, but it's like, eh. The I think it was is, maybe a bigger deal that he won it after Edge retired because Edge helped him win. Right. But it's just like, you know, Edge had, Edge had a turning point. Two things happened that really made Edge separate himself because at one point we kind of saw them on the same level two things money in the bank and matt hardy there was the money in the bank exactly those two things set him apart from everyone else because when you get heat you get real life heat where people genuinely fucking hate you and want to see you get your ass beat on tv that that there's no coming back from that you're gonna go straight to be at a top heel or you're not gonna cut it so I mean, he he wasn't a fan of it all, but he embraced it and he made it work. So it's like if you can get people to truly hate you, you're going somewhere. So he went via the top hill, and then you know the the titles just came. That that's how it goes. With Christian, it's like you didn't have a strong feeling one way or the other. Like you kind of didn't like him, or you kind of did like him. There was too there was too lukewarm about him. Like there was no real high also- feeling either which way on Christian. He also didn't really get the opportunity to do much because very shortly after they started positioning Edge to be that next guy, Christian left. So like he didn't even get right. the chance to really do it. So I, I can't yeah. yeah. Like they were barely just getting honestly, Edge started. I think it was a good thing that that happened too, because it's like yeah. you would you would have to, it would become that much more obvious. It would be right there in your face that there's a difference between the two of them, that there was a divide. You know, Edge was here, and Christian was always going to be here. So that that would have been sucked. That would have sucked for you if you were a Christian fan. You helped but, yourself I mean, up. Yeah, yeah. That that that's that's the best thing. Because honestly, I I don't think it would have him coming back in '09 wouldn't have mattered as much if he hadn't gone on to have a decent run of TNA. I think that's that too. Like he had he had to show that he was better than they were using him as. But it just you know. That 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 made the difference. That made all the difference in the world. At the end of the day, this is a guy that Vince McMahon at one point wanted to put a blue dot over his face because he didn't like his face. <laughs> like there, there's a lot that you have to do on a on a weekly basis every week when someone doesn't like your face. Like and even then, still, he had a decent enough career, at least even in the first run before he came back. So you got to take what you can get. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. People that say he's misused, 
stop it? What, what, what would you really expect that was going to happen with him? Like, I think, I think he over, I think he exceeded expectations with what he was supposed to be, and, and as far as I'm concerned. People might not yeah, see man. it that way, but I think he did way better than he was supposed to. He was supposed to. Yeah, stop, stop all that reaching, man. Even Roy Jones was forced to lean back. <laughs> you got any dream matches for Christian in AEW? Not many. Um, I'd have to see him, like, how, how he looks right now. Like, I could see him against somebody like uh, maybe Pac, maybe Darby. Yeah. Um, he's, he's faced Christopher Daniels before, right? In, Probably in, in TNA. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure, cause uh, I, I, at least, at least, like, let me let me go verify this. Let me just go. Uh, I'm gonna just go confirm this. You know how I do. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because I, I wouldn't mind something like that or Scorpio Sky, even like Pentagon or Ray Phoenix. You know, <laughs> Hold on, bro. Like, Hold on, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, uh, so uh, I'm watching Raw. Raw just started, and so yeah, the Miz comes out. And so you know, you know where they show the little title card with the with their name and stuff, and they show their accomplishments. Yeah. The Miz's first accomplishment right. said lost the WWE championship last week to Bobby Lashley. Yep. <laughs> That's an accomplishment. Yep. <laughs> uh uh anyway. They, get, they, get they do. Uh yes, he, he has fought Christopher Daniels uh twice one on one. That's Christopher Daniels in TNA. Uh, lost one and won one. Lost one in Ring of Honor. That's I did not know Christian was in Ring of Honor making appearances, so I'm not gonna check that out. Uh, and then uh, he beat him on an episode of Impact in 2007. Mm. So I'm about to check yeah, that out. Both of those out, actually. Uh, yeah, uh, some dream matches for me. Uh, like you said, Pack. I actually want to see him go against uh, Pentagon and Phoenix and Pack. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him doing a program with MJF because I think the promos would be really good. And I think uh, they, they'll be a Christian in ring, a very underrated guy. I think so. I, I think oh, they yeah. don't get a whole lot of love in ring. Uh, yeah, those are just a few matches I would like to see. Uh, next up, uh, Darby Allen and Sting uh, defeat Ricky Starks and uh, Brian Cage in a street fight. Uh, and and let me tell you how happy I was that this shit was taking place in a cinematic match. So you was able to, yeah. to protect Sting a little bit. So uh, I, I will hold myself accountable for being wrong, for, for being loud and wrong. I know not a lot of people in our community know how to do that. So I'm going to be the example here. Say I was wrong. They made Sting look incredible in this match. Probably my favorite match of the night. Uh, I, I'm giving it a B, though, because commentary ruined it for me. Like, I'm not a big fan of the commentary on AEW in general. So I'm, I'm not I'm not a big Excalibur fan. I don't know something about him I just don't really like. Uh, Tony Schiavone and, and Jim Ross. Jim Ross sounded like he needed a cough drop the whole night. 
But this match was without the commentary, it would have been great. Uh, gave me some some very lucha underground vibes. So I'll, I'll be very curious to know if Brian Cage uh, has some control in, in how this was presented uh, based on his experience down there. But uh, what do you think about this uh, street fight? So shout out to the seesaw through the glass window too. That was dope. Oh yeah, yeah. That 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 whole when he jumped off through and went through that glass like yo. Uh, real, real quick before I even get into that, I, I got we got to have a conversation at some point because I, I just I just notice it more and more as I watch AEW. It's just the sad decline of what Jr. used to be. And the commentary in general is, is not great. But, you know, when I think about, because we talk all the time, we watch, you know. Had the client been there for a while, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, we, we watch, like, you know, the, the Monday Night Raws from back in the day. The, the, the difference in how it was. It's like, there was life in JR back then. JR today is just like, yeah, I'm just showing up to work, dude. You know, just. Just telegraphing shit, just talking like he's narrating a, a movie or something like that. Like, man, if, if it's not, if it's, if you're not feeling it, don't do it, man. Don't do yes. it. You don't have to keep sitting here week after week if your heart ain't in it. Because that that's really what made JR great was he was putting his heart into it every week. Even though he was getting mistreated like shit on a regular basis, he was still putting his heart into it on commentary. I don't see half of that anymore. Not even a quarter of that. And it's kind of sad to see right now. Yeah. So I not I know you wanted to, you know, give a give another reason for the fans to tune in on you know on a regular basis. Something that something that they could get behind. When you sign JR, I'm I'm here to tell you it's it's not it. It hasn't been it since he got there. But you know, people don't want to bring that up. Uh that I, I said, think oh go ahead, my bad. Um, that being said, like it, it took away, but the match was still decent, so I'll give it like a B minus. Uh, it didn't because there was some great spots into it. It was the best possible thing to make it cinematic, obviously, for Sting, but you know, the creativity that it gave for all these guys, like that spot with Brian Cage carrying this thing up the stairs in that, that, that suplex position. You know, and then, like I said before, with Darby going through that that glass like that, I mean, that 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 was good. You know, it 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 did. You know, it, it worked both ways for everybody. So I enjoyed it from that perspective. So I, I wasn't mad. Yeah, uh, just just to just to 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 bounce off that the comment about Jr. Uh, it reminds me of a, a question I actually wanted to ask Jim Ross um, at Starcast a couple years ago. I wanted to ask him. Uh, and, and I didn't ask because I, I I did not know how to word this without it sounding rude. Uh, <laughs> but I, I feel like his his best work as a commentator was in WWE, of course. But he was also working in talent relations around that same time. So I feel like maybe he had a better connection with the talent that he was putting over on commentary because he hired those guys or he had a hand in hiring them. So he, he felt a little bit more passion to get those guys over versus 
New Japan hiring him, he, he don't really know how to pronounce 90% of the names. He doesn't know anything about these people coming to AEW. And it, it's kind of the same thing where he knows them, but it's just like his, his passion isn't really there. And I also feel like his, his passion for the business hasn't really been there since his wife passed away too. But it's, it gives him something to do to distract him from that. So I feel yeah, like that, all those that, are, are factors into the the stark contrast from Jr. back then and Jr. now. Oh yeah, that that was the obvious thing. Like I, I I could tell, and you know anybody who you know followed and watched Jr. for so long, it's like you know certain things you don't really come back from, and this was one of them. So you know I I could tell, and I was. Like when he started doing some shows in New Japan, I'm thinking, okay, you know, he's kind of, kind of getting back there, kind of getting back on his feet with it. But you know, like I said, ever since he got going as you know, you know, as AEW's commentator full time, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, this, this, this ain't, this ain't him, this ain't him. So I guess you know, it's you go though. If it, if it's yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Like that doesn't take nothing away from him, but it's just like it's said that's in my heart. It's like you don't have to keep doing this no more. But I mean, if if it's what feels right for you and it does it for you, cool. I'm just you, you're not you're not you know padding stats or anything like that. It's not yeah. doing anything extra at this point, especially when you can you know feel that it's it's not the same anymore. I agree. Uh, and in our main event, an oh, exploding, in an exploding, in an exploding barbed wire death match. Bang, 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 bang. Kenny Omega defeated John Moxley to retain the AEW World Championship. Uh, I watched. Because I, I, I just didn't know what to expect from this match. And I didn't want to go in blind. Usually I go in blind to things, movies. I prefer not to know the plot of a film. Uh, the first time I watched the movie without knowing the plot, like intentionally, was Baby Driver. And I loved it. So I don't really look up what happens in movies anymore. Uh, unless I really know what's going on. So... I should have did that with this match. I probably would have really enjoyed it more because I watched uh, Cactus Jack versus Terry Funk. Uh, they had an exploding barbed wire death match before. And I watched that literally right before the show. So my expectations were a little bit high. Uh, and, and this one didn't really live up to it. I thought the match that they had at full gear was a lot more violent and it lived up to what I was expecting. Um, but the ending of this shit took me out completely. Uh, so I, I'm giving it an E for effort. Uh, just this this, this looks bad on AEW's part from the outside looking in. And I think on the outside looking in, it might have set them back a little bit. The, the the hardcore fan base is still gonna be there. Like that's never they never losing that hardcore fan base. Like no matter what they do, they're yeah. never losing that fan base. Uh me, I'ma well, still be there. I'ma still watch. I, I like wrestling. 
Oh, this is going crazy. What, what, what the hell going on? My bad, my bad. You, you see it in every background, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. This the, this the, hold on. Oh, they snapping right oh, we, now. Oh, I, 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 will, I will get into this. We we, we, we are being braced, uh, excuse me, graced by the presence of our WWE champion. And just, this shit is wild. Yeah. I like, they, I like the lightning, man. They snapped, man. Oh, this is going nuts. Yeah. This is a nice little video. This is they bringing Titan Trons back. This is fire. This is dope. Oh, this is hard. <laughs> Real talk, man. Shout out to the champ, man. Shout out to Bobby Lash. Uh, so I, I, I can't, yeah, shout out to Big Bob. I ain't got my shirt yet. I'm waiting for my shirt to come in the mail. Order me a hurt business shirt, man. I want mine to work the next day. Uh, as soon as I, as soon as mine come in the mail, I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it for about a week straight. I like that logo too. That Almighty. Yeah. That's how. That's how you present a champion, man. Uh, let, let me let exactly. me get. Or let me get back to this death match though. Uh, <laughs> I thought I, I thought the match was kind of little bit underwhelming but it was still cool uh I, I like the like the bat the exploding bat i thought it was probably my favorite part of the match that was cool uh but but man that ending though they laughing at you nigga <laughs> what what was that what what, what was that Sorry, and listen i i, I agree but everybody's saying that all they have to do is just say uh, Kenny Omega and Don Callis, they, they cheat. They didn't put any effort. Five minutes later. All right, technical difficulties. Uh, we, we, we are back. Uh, let me get back on my, my, my soapbox real quick. So that's cool. If, if you wanted to, to salvage it by saying, you know, Don Callis, Kenny Omega, cheap, and they, they didn't put any effort into the design. He drew the blueprints and crayon. Even Tommy Dreamer tried to go on and talk about this. And that's fine. That's cool. However, uh, don't don't have Eddie Kingston coming out, selling it like it was a disaster. You had uh, the commentary team selling it like it was a disaster. And I, I think uh, it was just odd. Like, I, I think somebody should have really, you know, Omaha called an audible. <laughs> this out then you you really could have salvaged it but having them sell this it just made it worse <laughs> and it looks bad and i think this company they, they have a long way to go man uh, hopefully this 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 is the 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 thing that lights that fire that really gets them going i think you know the the christian they, they hyped it up like it was it was super duper huge and i think the expectations went over the roof when they did that. Because when they had Christian show up instead of, you know, you say this is a Hall of Fame fight, it's a huge timing. Like, this is, you have folks thinking Brock Lesnar. You had some people definitely yeah. thinking John Cena for whatever fucking reason. <laughs> I don't know why. But you have all these people who it could have been, and you know, to to, to Kurt Angle trolled us. 
You said what? Kurt Angle trolled us. Kurt fucking that morning. <laughs> so, so to quote Todd Grisham, it's Christian. And I think yeah. Christian probably would have had a bigger impact if he would have just showed up. Yeah. Or maybe if they would have hyped it like an hour before the show started. Be like, we got a new signing tonight. And that way you can maybe get some more pay-per-view buys. But instead, they, they drug us along for like four days. Had some people. Me and my expectations weren't really that high. Like I legit thought it was just gonna be Paul White saying it was himself and like he just turned heel. That might have been better. Yeah. I think if Christian would have just showed up, would have yeah. had a bigger impact. Like Sting? Like who who thought Sting was gonna show up when Sting debuted? Nobody. Right. So when Sting shows up, I'm going crazy at my house. Cause it's Sting. Yeah. It's Sting. I was I was hyped, so I wouldn't nah, see Christian as I wanted to be. <laughs> I see, Christian has showed up and like attacked somebody, you know, out of nowhere. You know, that that has an impact. Yeah. But you just you, you draw this out, like you said, for, for days just to I say, think it might oh, Hold up. See, we got technical difficulties on here. Like, right as we getting close to the end of the show, stuff just want to go crazy. Okay. Not really, but we can work with it. We almost done. It's all good. All right. It's all good. Shit. <sighs> all right. Well, yeah. Man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, if he had come in and, like, attacked somebody, then then... Yeah, that that's fine, but it's like you did all this just to say, "Oh, here he is," and it's Christian. <laughs> like, okay, that's cool, but and then the, not the hype to the is just like I think AEW should just really stop promising us shit and just just put out a good show. Yeah, I think the more you hype stuff up, the more you you hype up stuff that's kind of anticlimactic for these. Like newer viewers, you trying to reel in? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think you you do damage. Like you damage yourself. You damage the the the, the show, and that chance of bringing in new viewers. Like, we got. I don't really follow the ratings like that, but I seen somebody post on Twitter. I think they got like nine hundred thousand off of the off of the Shaq match. Like, I wonder how many of those will stick around next week. How many of those maybe saw the pay-per-view or maybe saw what happened on the pay-per-view and they just don't want to tune in anymore? Like, this shit kind of trash. Because if you, it's hard enough reeling in somebody to to watch your show as is with wrestling. Because it's wrestling. So it's already hard enough to get viewed. And then you do stuff like that and it just, it looks bad. And hopefully... Going forward, I don't I don't think this is going to damage them at all. I've seen people say this is going to be the end of AEW. Like, no, nah, it's not necessarily the end, but it just got a long way to go. Like a longer way to go. Like I, I've seen I've seen after the the Shaq match, they did a a thing on on Twitter, uh, not Twitter, but a uh, YouTube uh, live on YouTube with the NBA on TNT, and it was a bunch of people saying. I didn't know Cody Rhodes still wrestled. 
because they haven't seen Cody Rhodes wrestle since like WrestleMania 32 five years ago. Like that was the last time a lot of people saw him wrestle. And he left WWE shortly after that, and people didn't know he still competed. Right. I think that's it's not really that good. I think they got a long way to go. Like yeah, the same the same people shitting on Chris Jericho being fat, and now the people don't know that Cody Rhodes is wrestling. I don't think I don't think the awareness is there as as, as we think because that that hardcore part of their fan base is very loud and vocal, so it make you seem like it, it makes it seem like there's more people that into it, but it's not necessarily the case. And uh, yeah, I say they they got a little bit of a long way to go, but it's it's not going to be the end of it. That's for sure. How, what, what's uh, what's your take on the end of this match? So, oh, this is this is some shit to unpack. I'm gonna tell you, but um, first and foremost, I, I'm I'm definitely in agreement that it underwhelmed compared to the match they had at Full Gear, and very specific reason because this match stipulation kind of just gave them an out. You know, you expected a lot of the stuff that they did. Like there was nothing out of the ordinary that made you say, oh my God, that's that's way over top. At full gear, it was like, okay, you know this match is going to be, you know, intense, it's going to be wild, but you didn't expect the lengths that they were taking it to. You know, with, with exploding barbed wire, there's, there's only so much of a ceiling that you can go over. So, I mean, by that by that metrics, it's like, okay, yeah, you, you kind of didn't really wow anybody there. But then there's the finish. Um, I, I went back. I had to make sure that I wasn't seeing this wrong because I didn't have all the background about, you know, the exploding barbed wire. This like I've seen clips before, but I said, you know what? Let me let me go back and look at what the endings of this match look like. And I saw like two or three examples of what the actual explosion is supposed to look like. And I said, okay. So y'all really fucked up. Y'all really fucked up. Cause this, this was, uh, you know, like them sparklers that you have on 4th of July and shit. That, that, that's what y'all had. Gilbert. Yeah, Potter. yeah. I saw, I saw Shotzi tweeted that afterwards. I'm like, yo, y'all, y'all kidding me with this right now. And, and it wasn't, it wasn't apparently. If you want to believe Tony Khan, it wasn't so much that, that Kenny and Don were being cheap because according to Tony on the, the press call after the show, uh, Kenny's original idea was so wild that it could have it was a, a risk of people actually getting hurt. So they opted not to go with that in favor of what they did, which was a dud pretty much. So I mean, something similar to you remember like a couple years back when uh when when Braun and Bobby went through the through the stage, mm-hmm. but he couldn't have did something like that. You know, had the ring collapse a little bit. We've seen ring collapses before. Th- that, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, you could still have the explosion go off and just drop like you know the, the corners and everything like that, like Big Show and Brock when the, the ring collapsed and yeah. stuff. You could have did that, but and and that would that would justify Eddie coming out there being all dramatic with the, the covering John up and shit. But I mean. That that part too, I'm just like, 
I don't know. I don't know what he kept laying there for to oversell the shit out of some sparklers going off. Like, bro, you just it made it worse. It made it worse. Like if he had covered them up and and got up after this and was like, oh, what the hell was that? Nothing happened. Like if you if you made decide to be more realistic about it, then. I might I might feel a little bit better because because Mox cut the promo afterwards. He was like, "Yo, this dude can't make a exploding ring worth of shit." You know what I'm saying? So at least he kept it real about it. But Kingston, bro, while, I don't while know Eddie Kingston kind of... still laid out while he's doing, yeah, I'm like, "Yo, bro, you didn't do anything. <laughs> like, what are you selling? I don't get it. Like, you trying to you trying to get Hollywood sponsors or something like that? I don't I don't know what you're doing." I've seen some people say, man, Eddie Kingston from the streets, he's just selling that PTSD. He used to hear him gush out, so he just passed out because he didn't know what to expect. But I, like, guess. I guess so. Because, I mean, oh, not, like, literally, the guy that got that went through the match and got beat the fuck up and bloodied, he's up, he's good, and you sitting up here like you just went through a whole ordeal. Bro, nothing yeah, happened. I, mean, I, w- I would be mad at that, too, but, like, okay, all right, we, we, we explained, you know, from, from Kenny and Don's side. We got the promo from Mox. If you want to use that as, as your reasoning to justify Eddie Kingston, okay. All right, we got all them wrapped up. Commentary. Like, we just, like, you can't explain commentary still selling it. Bro, listen. <laughs> what did you say, oh, my God, for? I, oh, I my really God, take it. cover. Like... <laughs> And it's like, I don't know. It's like, you knew ahead of time that this is what it was going to be. You knew clearly that we wasn't going to get nothing crazy. So it's not like you could even... Did they rehearse this before then? I I like to think so. I would hope so. I mean, like, but I mean, there shouldn't shouldn't have been no surprises. So it's not like you were going into this blind and you still sat up there and tried to sell us like some shit was going on. I just listen, man. Yeah. I'm disappointed. Uh, I'm, I'm thoroughly disappointed in everyone involved man. right now. <laughs> like, like, y'all y'all had some mm, man. I hit him with that Jada Kiss laugh, man. I, I said I said the other night when we was on Smacking and Raw, I'm like or, or the last couple weeks I've been saying it you know, this is was supposed to send Mox out of here. Like, this was supposed to be that match that was going to be like, damn, he really cooked. And he going to go off, be a father, you know, when Renee has her baby. So, I mean, this was just like, bro, we know he's going regardless, but it's like, there, there's no... There's no, there's no stick to it now. Like it, it does, it doesn't hit the way it was supposed to. Like, okay, he got beat the fuck up, but we know he's good. Like, we can't, we can't suspend disbelief and think like, oh man, Mox is really beat up. Like he's really hurt and he's gonna be gone. He's gonna be out of here. We don't know the extent of his injuries. Like, nah, man, this thing just got some cuts on his face. He's gonna be fine. Like that wasn't yeah. what's supposed to happen. So when you look at it like that, it's like, man, y'all really messed this up. In the worst way, like man, I'm that. This is just this is why it's I say. Man. Yeah, this is why I say I don't spend money on this. Two-year-old show. company. I will not. Yeah, I, I I spent money on a very first show. I was there. Me, me and Malik got 
Uh, tickets literally at the top row of the MGM Grand Arena uh, for like $30 two days before the show. Because we, I didn't want to go. I don't think Malik really wanted to go until we was at StarCast. We was like, I kind of want to go to this shit. And so we bought tickets last minute. Uh, that was the first time I spent money on AEW. I have not spent any money on AEW since. No t-shirts, no nothing, no pay-per-views. Uh, I, I, I watch pay-per-views the same way I used to watch WWE pay-per-views before the network. Same way. I'm not going to tell y'all. I'm not going to reveal how because y'all need to know. But y'all need to know what that way was. But I, I got my way. You know, you remember Blast Aries. You remember the Blast Aries? With the WWE, <laughs> show they they pay per views at certain bars and restaurants. That's how yep. I watched AW. Yep, that's how I watched it last night. That's I remember that because I've been watching because um like two thousand two thousand two they keep showing the world the Times Square. I remember yeah. that spot, bro. You ever I go? Went there. Uh, oh yeah, I, I, as a kid, bro, I was like eight nine years old when it was it was like really going. That was the spot, man. Was like, any restaurant yeah. there when you went? Not when I went, like, I think I went, it was like, uh, it was during the day. And they was like showing reruns of Raw and stuff like that. They had all these like, had like shirts and action figures and stuff like that. And I was going crazy in there. You know what I'm saying? So that, that was definitely the spot. Like if- That was Shannon's piece of break off of Drew. Oh yeah, 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 that was a problem. <laughs> and, and by the way, by the way, for, for anyone who may not, be sure or certain about it. Bobby Lashley is definitely baby. Definitely. Baby. Oh, yeah. The yeah, way, yeah the I, I, he, I, he just whooped Miz ass and everybody went crazy. He's definitely baby now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, he he was, he, he had a big ass grin smiling backstage and shit. Mm-hmm. Straight up baby face. Uh, so, don't look like we're going to be still on here for uh, the, the championship celebration for Bobby Lashley. Uh, but, uh, if you, you want to hear our comments on that, go check out uh, Smacking Raw podcast, uh, episode one. What are they, 180 something? I think they've been going for many. One, 184, I want to say. Yeah. So if, if, if you care enough about our opinions on that, uh, more in depth, uh, go ahead and check that out. I just want to say I'm glad to see it. I'm glad, I'm glad uh, we didn't have to wait 20 years for it to happen again. Only really waited two years. Yeah, I seen somebody say. I seen somebody say earlier. Bobby Lashley is the first American-born Black champion. Because Kofi's from Ghana and The Rock is part Samoan. The Rock was born in California. Which last Thank time you. I checked was in America. He grew up in Miami, Florida. Which last time I checked was in America. We gotta stop playing these mental gymnastics to try to erase The Rock's blackness. <laughs> Does The Rock identify with his Samoan side more? Yeah. Yeah, of course. But that does not take away. This, the man's name is Dwayne Johnson. If they got in a black man name, I don't know what to tell you. His dad was Soul Man Rocky Johnson. That's a black man's name. That brother is black. I bet The Rock said the N-word in private. That's how black he is. <laughs> I know yeah, but it's true though. Like, like I, I obviously it makes sense that he would play up the Samoan side because that family is huge. Like it, yeah. this is probably the biggest family in wrestling, not named McMahon. 
you know? So, yeah, it's true. And they're bigger than the heart. Like right. Like, if your daddy black, you black. That, 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 that's, that's the way I see it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, come on, man. Like, we're not gonna, you're not gonna skate past if the, the rock fact that black, he, If the rock ain't black, why was his daughter in a photo shoot with all the black women wrestlers in NXT last year? Talk to him, man. <laughs> I'm saying, bro. But uh, I, I'm glad to see Lashley. Uh, also, let's 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 uh, I'm gonna give my thoughts uh, just just to say I did it on my show. Apollo, Apollo Cruz got the best gimmick ever. You got, you got right. the soundbite. You got the soundbite. Uh, not today, not today. I don't have. Oh it. man, I don't got it queued up. I don't got it queued up. But shout out to Apollo Cruz. Yeah. I was. Did you watch Coming to America? The new one. Yeah. Or the first one. The new one. Nah, I ain't seen the new one yet. Rick Ross is I'm, in I'm here with like, African accent. Huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, uh, they they filmed it at Rick Ross's house. So like, Rick Ross was like, "If you want to use my house, you gotta let me be in the movie." I think he said that. I, I was watching a Rick Ross interview a couple of years ago. He was like, he made he made them give him a spot in the movie in exchange for using his house, and they had to pay to use his house too. Like his house is like a tourist spot apparently in Miami, so a lot of people would go there to view his house because it's so big and luxurious, uh, like a boast. But shout out to Rick Ross. Uh, he he was in there playing uh, a soldier. Uh, from Wesley Snipes played like uh, a, a, a tribe leader uh, from another country, and uh, they visited the, the 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 king's castle in Zamunda, and so they was in Zamunda, and Rick Ross was like one of his muscles, Wesley Snipes' army. He was like Rick Ross said. <laughs> Rick Ross was his muscle. <laughs> Cause, cause, all right, no, 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 here's what happened. Here's what happened, bro. So, uh, Wesley Snipes, he was the leader, and so he he had told, basically, he wanted to be the king of Zamunda. So, uh, Eddie Murphy got three daughters. He ain't had no son to be the heir to be the king. So Wesley Snipes was like, "I'm about to be the king if you don't got an heir." So. Uh, they they tell Eddie Murphy that he got a son in America from when he went to America all them years ago, and uh, it was some weird stuff that happened. But he ended up having a son, and his his son is a estranged son over there. They get back to Zamunda, and so uh, Rick Ross is like the messenger, and he went telling him he's like the king has just returned with his son from America, <laughs> but it's Rick Ross. Doing an African accent, it is. It was funny. That was the only time I laughed in the whole movie. Thanks. Yeah, I even like just like mixed reviews about it. So I'm like, let me take my time with this. I'm yeah. taking notes of all the people that said it was great and that it was funny. I don't, I don't want them watching any of my movies ever again because I feel like they're gonna lie to my face <laughs> if they say it's good. <laughs> So oh, I, I, I made a mental note to everybody that said it was good. If you ever say my shit good, it, it's gonna be bad. Yeah. That's how I feel. 
That's how I'm close the show up. Uh, you got anything else to add? <laughs> nah, I'm, that that's that's the way to go out. <laughs> Plug your socials, man. Oh man, y'all can catch me at Reek Havoc twenty four on Instagram and Twitter. Also, go check out the Havoc Hour on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcast. Also on yeah. Instagram as well. Um, I'm looking to shoot that episode sometime this week, so uh, I'll probably hit you when uh, I'm getting ready to do that and hit Vince too, because we just had the All Star Game last night. Good stuff. Let me so you know. Let me tell you how I did not know that Anthony Simons could dunk like that. I don't think any of us knew. <laughs> I don't think Blazers fans knew that he had hops like that for real, for real. Which, which, which makes me question why Alex Caruso was not invited. He got surprised up too. Yeah, he do. Like you, you seen that picture of him jumping on Jordan, right? Oh God! <laughs> Listen. Shout out to my NBA champion, Alex Caruso. I'm going to get it right. Hey, man. Uh, I'm TC Fontaine. Uh, you can go ahead and follow me uh, on Instagram at tc.fontaine. Uh, if you're listening to the Smackin' It Raw podcast, if you watched the Smackin' It Raw podcast, uh, I uh, I was cast in a web series recently. So, uh, you know, look out for that. I'll let y'all know. You can watch me act. And that's about all I got going on, man. Uh, follow me at TC.Fontaine. Hit up YK Wrestling on uh, social media. We are YK Wrestling on Facebook and Twitter. YK Wrestling underscore on Instagram because they like to be petty and take people's pages away that they built brick by brick. Like take people's Ooh. pages away. Man. Trying to get it back. Get it back. So hopefully in due time. I want that page back, man. There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on on that page. And I just don't have the same connection to our new page anymore. Barely any posts on there. I need that back. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go tap into Monday Night Raw. Unfortunately, uh, we're ending the show right as Braun Strowman is coming out for a match. So I'm gonna be greeted with a Braun Strowman match. Yeah, uh, yeah. not hurting about it. Not at all. Nah, but hey, the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, man. Uh, we are out of here. Gone. Gone.